All right, everybody, welcome back. Welcome back to the Game Within the Game podcast, episode five. Uh, today, I'm joined by the bluegrass bad boy, my main man, big fella, Coach Pete. And today is just me, T Edge, and Coach Pete Rowland. We're missing Shelvin. Mac is out in New York filming with CBS. Check him out on CBS Sportsline every Saturday during the weekdays. He's doing March Madness, doing big things for the Game Within the Game. My boy, Mel C., he out with his AAU team, taking care of business. And my homeboy, my VA brother from another mother, Rodney Bowens, he busy this week. But me and Coach Pete going to hold all of y'all down these next few weeks till we hit the whole gang back together and get y'all a whole lot of game within the game. So my main man, Pete, how's your weekend? What's going on with you? Man, what's up, Uncle T, man? Game within the game. Thank you for having me on. We here. We got a lot to cover. We got a lot to talk about. Let's go. Might as well jump on in it. I'm with it. I'm with it. So, you know, a lot done happened. We done had the NBA All-Star. It's a lot going on. The first thing that was big this weekend, the biggest thing I saw was your man, half man, half monster. Jordan Davis, 6'6", 340-plus pounds, running a 4840. This man is either going to change the game or break some concrete doing it. What you see, what's your outlook on this man's future? The big D tackle from uh, Georgia. Come on, Unc. you can't throw D tackle on that man. He's running <laughs> faster than quarterbacks. He's running faster than slot receivers. He's running faster than D linemen. He's running faster than linebackers. He's, he can't play defensive back in safety, but he can play anywhere else. Can he return so punts? He can return punts if he wants to. You can put him back at a return punt. Could you imagine that big fella coming down the sideline? Homie, listen, last year, it's always a business decision with the big (laughs) fella. And my thing, did he do enough at the combine to become the number one overall draft pick? The size, the speed, just, just the overall athleticism from a guy that size. If he can catch a football, you can play him anywhere. So let me play him anywhere. uh, Do you believe? So how do you feel about people? Because I have seen this go around that clearly he's got tape to back up his, his, his ball on the capability, right? But you get a lot of guys that show up in that combine every year as workout warriors. They get out there, run the fastest 40, jump the highest vert, bench a million things, bench, bench press 50, 50 times or what have you. But they're not great football players. They're just athletes. What do you say to the people out there with big, big, big Jordan Davis who say that? They say, hey, man, he's just big. He didn't really look that explosive in college like that. I don't know where he went in that Alabama game in SEC championship. What do you say to those people? This man has something that you can't teach. The big fella, like he's he's outrunning quarterbacks. He's outrunning slot receivers. This guy's your defensive tackle. He can go sideline to sideline. Come on, huh? what are we talking about here? You can put this kid anywhere. You can put the, you can put this guy as a fullback on your goal line setting and have him pull it, have him lead block it. Could you imagine that? Come all on, day. Man. If the team don't use them like that, it's to your detriment. I'm with you, Coach P. Real talk. If you if uh-huh. you if you got the number one overall pick in the draft and you need yeah. a slot receiver, draft mm-hmm. Jordan Davis and play him at slot receiver. If you need <laughs> if you need a safety, draft Jordan right. Davis, play him at safety. But you got to have him on your team. He one of those guys in my mind can't miss. 
change the game it, it, like a Warren Sapp would do. Uh, Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald, literally, uh, uh, he's the cornerstone of that team, and he plays defensive tackle position. I think Jordan Davis could be that same type of guy. He's just bigger, maybe even faster. Oh, absolutely faster. Side to side. I mean, he can reach out and touch somebody from the middle of the field. I mean, if your quarterback says hike, if he's over your center and your quarterback says hike and throws a quick screen to the tight end, you know, like Kansas City likes to do, guess who can grab? Travis Kelsey from standing in the deep tackle. <laughs> <laughs> the big fellas going to reach out and touch you. Well, what do you – so So for me, I looked at the draft – I mean, not the draft, pardon me, the combine. There's still a lot going on. I think he's the highlight. I can't wait for the receivers to go. I love the receivers at the, at the, at the combine, on combine day. I like receivers and D linemen because they usually wow us the most. D backs will run fast, but they're not real fun to watch when it comes down to working out and what have you. I just think Jordan Davis is a big bully, right? That guy's big, he's strong, he's tough. He can take on two or three people, kind of like your people over in Russia right now, the bullies of, of, of the Western Hemisphere. Uh, <laughs> we need to talk about Russia versus Ukraine. I know you got an interesting take on it. How you feel about what's going on over there right now? Uncle T, I, I, I just, I feel like, you know, the Ukrainians, they were the Russians with the money. They wanted to start their own thing. They moved, they moved away. They, they left Russia to die. Then what happened? Russia built themselves back up. <laughs> now they went to knock on the bullies' door. Yeah, it's our turn. It's our turn to get our so, lick so back. So you don't think Russia doing anything wrong right now? I think I think Russia's standing up. I think Russia's standing up against the bullies. Russia's yeah. standing up for, for 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 all the people of poverty up against the people with money. That's what's so, going on right now. So I see it a little bit and, different. Yes, sir. And, and so let's look at this. First of all, I look at Russia as the big bad bully. They're the big dog. Big Putin mm -hmm. out here. Uh, friends with your boy Big T, our former president. Um, right. They got all the nuclear weapons. They got they got the bigger army. They the bigger country, and they rolling up on Ukraine. And Ukraine is slapping them in the face. What I found out here's the problem. You know what they say in sports. Once I get film on you, I'm gonna beat your butt the next time we play. So right. the Russians came in trying to invade, and and the Ukrainians sitting out there. They was walking in there like they was fighting George Washington in the American Revolution or something with damn horses and, and carriages and stuff. And Ukrainians mm -hmm. was beating them off with rocks and sticks. The, the Russians had to run back. They was getting their butts whooped and had to regroup <laughs> a few times. So I'm like, mm -hmm. yo, now that I've seen the Russians fight, I ain't scared of them no more from America. Y'all don't know what y'all want to know more. Who, who y'all leader? Robert E. Lee? <laughs> you know, who the general out there, man? Man. Hey, y'all, I'll tell you. It's, I can you, gotta, you, got, you just got to look at it. It's, it's, it's interesting. And, you know, of course, the United States, we in it. So whatever side we on is who I'm going to stand with regardless, you know? I ain't, <laughs> built, like you. I ain't built like you, Coach <laughs> I'm going to tell you why. If, mm -hmm. if, if Russia or anybody came right now to take over the state of Florida, which is where I currently reside, they can have all this. I ain't fighting for nothing. This ain't my, this ain't my state. I ain't the president. If the Russians right. come and knock down right now, hey, man, where they at? I'm like, no, hold on, dog. Give me one of them guns. I'll take you where they at. Because I'm not sitting there. I'll give all mine up. I ain't fighting. You're going to lead them. 
Yeah, well, look, I, I'm, I'm gonna leave the Russians to whether you because oh. the truth is the Ukrainian president let nobody leave. That's that's the crazy part. Like, why you sign up to fight? Shit, I'm a I'm a damn custodian. Oh, now you over here. Now here's your broomstick. <laughs> no, and, yeah, here's I'll your take broomstick. That, I'll take that broomstick and trade it for one of them guns that them Russians got and be like, hey man, no dog, we're gonna go right up the street. I know where he at. And matter of fact, I got some boys too. I'm not sitting here fighting. He won't let me leave. You know what I mean? I might want to go somewhere else. Maybe I don't like Ukraine like that. Right. Maybe I won't fight somewhe else. <laughs> exactly. Maybe I, 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 did, I won't fight on a different side. I didn't sign up for this. I didn't sign up for this. Prayers to Ukraine and, and what's going on over there. But I really think, you know, when I look at it, it's, it's a crazy situation. Uh, nobody likes war. But the crazy, I don't know how it is. Uh, I know you're in Lexington. What the gas prices look like? Cause down here is three, so four dollars a gallon, man. It's three ninety nine. What? It's wild. It's three ninety nine. Why, why gas going up? We don't buy no gas from Russia. Well, yeah. I don't know. Well, we're not gonna get any oil from over there now, cause you see Biden shut that down. I don't know how much. Clearly, we was getting something from over there for gas prices to go up, which is we crazy was to me. Something from somewhere <laughs> over well, there. I saw a meme today, funniest thing I done seen in probably about six months. The only place you can get gas for uh, under $1.99 is Taco Bell right now. That's it. <laughs> it's Go eat one of burritos. Exactly. <laughs> they still got gas. They still give you gas for, for under $1.99. So that's why I need to go to get my gas uh, going forward. But it's been the craziest thing. Uh, I, I did. I, I, I felt like the Ukrainian president, though, was a G about it. You know, he asked the USA for some help. They said, yeah, man, we'll come get you. He was like, no, I don't need no ride. I need some guns. You yeah. know, that was some G stuff. Just drop them off. That's what he yeah. said. He said, just drop them off. Yeah, that, that was. That was player. That was G. Now. You don't, you don't have too many out there that's going to stand like that. No. Nah. He fight a losing battle, I think. Because you know, over time, I, I think the Russians will keep coming. But I, I, I'm praying for peace over there. But really, I'm praying for our gas prices to get back. Here's the problem, though. When they go up this high, Pete, you know what's going to happen. It's not going to go back down. So we're going to get used to paying $3.50 for a gallon of gas. And I'm going to have to start riding a bike everywhere. You're going to ride a bike? I can't do it. I can't nah. keep playing. Or give me a Tesla or something. Nah. The gas is getting crazy. What I'm, I'm, what I'm going to do, I'm going to start my own little PD Uber service. You know, I'm going to use the other people's money to get where I need to go. You're going to have to. What you going to charge yes. for a ride? Got to be $32 to go to the corner store. We're going to start off with crypto. We're going to start off with crypto. You're going to have to pay in crypto. Hey, we got the answers, yeah. America. But these, but, these, but these gas prices right now, but like you said, huh, we're going to get used to paying $354 a gallon. And it's going to stay. Well, you know, the game within the game, I think in a situation like this, you know, wartime, you know, jobs should increase. Uh, but the, the crazy thing is we're not at war. So when, when we go to war, when America is at war, we're in the Middle East, whatever the crisis might be, you know, you see our jobs increase, you know, the economy boosts up. We're not really seeing that type of spike because we involved in something that really ain't got nothing to do with us, except for the gas prices going up, you know. So it's been an interesting place to be. I'm hoping for peace quickly so I can get... So I can go ahead and drive and try to get 20 miles to the gallon if I can. Let me need all that. Hey, hey, you see this great start for some people. I'm telling you, these gas prices got to go down. 
Well, you know what's going to happen. Ain't nobody ever going back to the office. <laughs> These gas prices is rising. We all working from home. I don't care whatever office initiative y'all got. Put a fork in it. We done. It's over. Done, done, done. So uh, this last weekend, we had the All-Star game. Okay. Uh, good game. Do you happen to see any other game at all, Pete? No, sir. I'm denied. Good game. Team LeBron took care of business. LeBron went back home to Cleveland, hit the game-winning shot. It came down to it. Steph Curry went Steph Curry, and not, he was shooting from everywhere. That man stepped out the bus and was and was letting it fly and was hitting everything. He was just acting a fool. But that was not the highlight of the evening. The 75, the 75 greatest players was unveiled at halftime of the All-Star game, okay? And that was the show for me. My main man, LeBron, was there. All the greats was there. Some people went virtually. But the big thing I saw, and I don't know if you've seen anything, but it's when your man Jordan came out at the end. Jordan was the last guy to come out, and he was out there drunker than a skunk, higher than a <laughs> giraffe's ass. His eyes was redder than the red bottoms on them Jordans he be wearing, man. Listen, he went out there and hugged Mary J. Blige. That was the game within the game. He went up on Mary J. and cupped her up like, yo, dog, I ain't seen you, boo, in about 20 years what we doing this evening. I don't know if you saw uh, it the same way I saw it. Uh, I seen the picture. The picture, I, yeah. It was it was a hello, how you doing? Where you been? Exactly. <laughs> it, it won't know hello, nice to meet you. Nah, <laughs> I love your music. You Where you been? Oh, you back? Yeah, I'm exactly. sad, I see. <laughs> and Mary wasn't running from it either. But I'm like, Mike, come on, dog. You can't be out here drunk like that. Uh, grabbing on everybody's ass and stuff, you know. Oh, and she's the only chick that's sitting out there with all these dudes. And Mike was a magnet to her. I'm like, come on, I here challenging Mike, I me mean, uh, magic to a damn one on one, you know, um, before the game, before the thing. Mike, Mike came in. Mike came in from. He was at a NASCAR race. The same day. He came. He came in the same day. He was at a NASCAR race that morning. He missed the morning festivities. He said, oh, "The show." The, the show must go on, but it ain't gonna it ain't gonna move until I get there. And he didn't get there until what I'm what I'm hearing, what I read right before halftime, right before the seventy five. He showed up right before they walked out there. Allegedly. I'm hearing I'm hearing I'm hearing he showed up. He showed up from the races right before they walked out. You know, hey, that's that's unk. So what we you call know him they unk, doing? MJ. We call him. Hey. You know what he's doing all day at the NASCAR race? They do two things at NASCAR. They yell and drink. And Mike smoked something. You know, Mike was, he was full. Mike showed up full. Uh, a word on the street has it, he well, he challenged my, uh, Magic to a one-on-one game as they oh, came Magic. out. What I seen on, on, on the vid told Magic, hey, we can lace them up right now. We can play one right now. Magic, I guess Magic thought he was going to go out last. Oh, so that's what, that was the one-on-one game was about? <laughs> Mike ain't having it. Yeah, I came late. You you was last, but I'm here now. Let's shoot yeah. for it. <laughs> <laughs> no questions asked. You move up, Magic. You move up Let's one shoot spot. For it. Well, he came out there and stole the show. And you know, Mike married. Uh, God bless Mike and, and, and your and your significant other. But Mike was out here moving kind of crazy. Think about it. when Mary J. Blige was at the height of her peak. Magic, I mean, Michael Jordan was also at the height of his peak, too. So he was the best player in the game. She was the best R&B singer, the, the, the queen of R&B soul. I just got to know what their relationship was like back in 92. Because Mike need to get that old thing back. 
You seen you you seen the Tupac you seen the Tupac videos and the pictures. That's the only person that you've seen that was that was getting it. That was that was out in the open. So he was the only one that was out in the open. Jordan was out there moving around too now, but his just wasn't out in the open. And Mike, Mike is smooth criminal, dog. Mike done did so much dirt. The problem is Juanita had a dig on a, a private investigator followed this man for what 10 years or something like that. Can you imagine? I did not know that. Yes. So when they got divorced, she had all this footage. She know the man cheating, all this stuff. That's how she got so much money, but they were married a long time. But she she played the long game, brother. She played the long game. Imagine the stuff that woman had to see and sit back and watch while while his airness was out there in these streets gallivanting, playing basketball, going to your sport, baseball. You know, I, he was in Knoxville. I'll leave my Michael Jordan story to myself about when he was in Knoxville, Tennessee, when I was in college. That's for another day, for another pod. But since we're on baseball, I want to talk to you because uh, I know you're passionate about baseball. Hall of Fame, uh, they had a Hall of Fame selection a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we didn't get a chance to talk about it on the pod, but uh, Barry Bonds, uh, was unanimously voted off. He, he is not, he did not get inducted into the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. Um, and am I right or wrong? Is he not eligible for the Baseball Hall of Fame now? Has he got one more shot to get in? I, I don't believe he can get in now. Barry, Barry has been silent about it. I mean, if I was Barry, I would have been speaking out because in my eyes, Barry Bonds is the greatest baseball player of all time. But that's just Coach Pete's opinion. Well, I agree with your opinion, but I think baseball got some of the dumbest damn rules in sports. They got the best union in sports. And by the way, baseball players, they don't strike right now. They are not moving for nothing. They're not playing right now, but they got some of the dumbest damn rules, period, unwritten rules in sports that I've ever seen. You being the baseball expert, what's something crazy? Why can't you celebrate after you hit a home run? It's just a respect thing. I mean, you know, the pitcher... You know the pitcher is the the unsung hero. You know he's gonna he's gonna be the the guy that everybody lifts up. He's gonna be the guy that everybody talks about. So when he gives up a home run, and you know you get the back toss. I used to love doing that when I played, Uncle T. When you play exactly when when you hit it, you you had to let them know all day, and we love to celebrate as black people. We love to get out there. We gonna shine. We're going to shine. We're going to get out there and pop lock and break dance all the way across every, take our helmet off, uh, electric slide from first base to second base. But my problem is the pitchers. But what, but what, but they, you, you tell the fans who don't know what happens. If I shine, I hit a home run off of you, Coach Pete, and I'm around here and I'm shining, boy. I'm celebrating. Mm-hmm. I come through. What's going to happen when I get up to bat next or the next person that comes uh, up to bat? Uh, that ball, that ball got No, I'm waiting on you. If I'm if I'm not gonna get pulled, I'm waiting on you to come back around. But if if I'm down and you know that home run cost me, you know ERA ERA's going up, you know, hey, and I'm gonna get pulled. The next batter, if I get to throw another pitch, the next batter has to see that. Especially if you was taunting, bet flipping, hooping, hollering, jogging, clapping. When you say see that, please tell me what you mean by see that. I was gonna see that ball. Oh, you hit to. me with the ball. It's coming right for you. But so but wh- that's that's just the game inside the game. I get it. But why shouldn't you go to jail right after you throw that ball at me? It's the game inside the game. You, as it, long as you play inside the rules, you gotta play all games inside the rules. But we 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 in Lexus. Me and you downtown. Yes, sir. we downtown. We sitting here. We we playing basketball. We had the little pop shot. I just beat you, Pete. 
I, I scored 40 points, you scored 45. And I'm sitting here breakdancing, pop locks. I got you. And you turn and you take that ball and fire it at my head and, and knock the snot out my nose. Nah. Ain't that assault? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, in the street, but in the game of baseball. Like, it's just like hockey. Look at hockey. In hockey, you can literally pound a man. I'm talking about beat my man until he hits the ice. <laughs> Once he hits the ice, it's over. And all you get to all you have to do is go to a penalty box. Could you live like that in hockey? I'd be in a penalty box. Well, I would have my skate off, swinging, trying to draw blood. And I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe I wouldn't. If I just got beat down like that. Man, they beat me to a pulp, and I'm down on that cold ice. I don't know if I'd be man enough to take my shoes off. And by the way, there's a lot of laces in them, them hockey shoes. I'm, but, I'm trying. But I got to get some get back. Like, the hockey players don't even try to get no get back. Nah, you just got to get your, your 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 best hand, and you just got to throw that one punch, that 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 one straight to the face. That's all they do. But it's, so, a, it's a brutal sport. So who the baddest pitcher in baseball, man? So if you let stand on the mound, I'm talking about the dude that's ready to throw them hands, Dude, that yeah. you scared of. If I'm a bad, I'm yeah. stepping in the box. Who do I not want to see on that man? Randy Johnson. Look, Why? I'm telling you, Randy Johnson could play hockey because he's gonna beat you up. He can box in the boxing ring because he's gonna <laughs> beat you up. He he can throw he can throw baseballs at you at 100 miles an hour, and you can't do nothing about it. Why? Because he's gonna beat you up. <laughs> Randy Johnson was the baddest man on the mound. I'm telling you. And when he when he would throw a when when he would throw a, a pitch and it would go past you. If he was going to charge and you turn around and he was so long, he was right there. He's going to hit you with the punches. And he's coming from the left side. Hello. So you got to, you got to, you got to have your head on this. You got to be Floyd Mayweather out there. If you're going to charge Randy Johnson. Now you need to be a, a, a mole and go through the ground. If you're going to get Randy Johnson. <laughs> Did you see when he threw that pitch and hit that bird? Yes. The bird exploded. Poor bird. The bird, the, the bird is no more. Yes. All you seen was feathers. <laughs> Poof. And that was well, throwing a baseball. So so here's my so I agree with you. I think Randy Johnson is notorious. He's a tough dude. For me, it was Nolan Ryan. I know I'm a little bit older, but Nolan Ryan, the night train from he from Texas. I don't know if he's from Houston. I know he's a Texas boy, but when he was with the Astros, Nolan Ryan, and he probably was on steroids too, which is a whole nother story. But Nolan Ryan pitched that he was damn near 50 and was still throwing gas. But I forget who it was who had the nerve to charge the mound on Nolan, Nolan Ryan. And Nolan Ryan came to it, dropped his glove and gave him a case of the beats. I mean, gave him a two-piece, three-piece, four-piece, five-piece. And everybody sat there and let it happen. They had to pull Nolan Ryan up off home, boy. <laughs> Anybody that go out there and want smoke like that, he ain't need to throw the ball at you. I'm going to just throw these hands on your old country strong ass. Uh, uh, crazy dude, like that's a guy I don't want to see. I don't want to see him in the uh, uh, alley. He one of them UFC fighters. They ain't really talented no. at a whole lot, but they'll fight your butt and they just keep fighting no matter what coming their way. And that's, that's the ones that you don't want. He don't uh, quit, which is a problem for me. But that's but that's why Nolan Ryan he didn't quit. That's why he threw complete games. <laughs> I thought he didn't quit because he was on steroids. Steroids. I'm telling you, the steroids thing, you know, you, you look at Barry Bonds, you look at Mark McGuire, you look at Jose Canseco, you look at Kirk Schilling, you look at all the guys that they say allegedly are some of the guys that came out and said, even though they said that they did use steroids, you still have to hit the baseball 
as a better. Right. And you and you still have to keep the better from hitting the baseball. Because as as a pitcher, if I'm if I'm up there and I'm throwing my best at 96 and Barry Bonds is turning on and then hitting it 565 feet, I need to go get on what Barry Bonds is on to even the playing field. Because now my 96 goes to 100. Now we're on the even with playing you. field. So I'm with you. And that's the problem I got with the self-righteous people, keeping Barry Bonds out the Hall of Fame, uh, specifically due to steroids. I understand how you can keep a Mark McGuire out. His numbers don't necessarily, over the long term, didn't necessarily put him in the pantheon, in my opinion. I know he had some great seasons, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. I'm just talking overall. Barry Bonds, but when he left Pittsburgh, his numbers were good enough to be the best baseball player of all time, in my opinion, just with his Pittsburgh stats. When he got on, allegedly, when he got on the, the steroids or what, what, when they accused him of being on steroids, <clears throat> he had video game numbers at that point, you know, it was fun like, in the bay. And, and, and he was, I had a great time watching baseball. Now, how do you feel? The only thing I do feel a little weird about, and I don't know if Barry could have did it or not, but him dethroning Hank Aaron, uh, uh, the, the, the symbol of black excellence in baseball as an all time home run King, and we assume Hank Aaron did it clean, and we can't prove Absolutely. Barry Bonds did it dirty. Do, 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 do you did it? Do you put an asterisk by Barry Bonds for that record, or you just let it ride because right. of Hank Aaron, not nothing else? Because I think everybody else was on him in baseball too. Right. As I mean, Barry Bonds, Barry Bonds would accept. I, I believe Barry Bonds would accept that. I, I yeah. believe he would accept that asterisk on that mark right there, on, on hanging his hat on that right there. Just hanker because you know. Well, let me say I think he will be okay with it, but I don't. If if he if he did use ACH, right, right. right. If he didn't, then he wouldn't. Then he, if he didn't, then he wouldn't. He wouldn't be okay with it. Got it. So, and to be fair to Barry Bonds, he's never admitted to using HGH, and he never tested positive for using HGH. This is all alleged and assumed. With that being right. said, based on what we're talking about by these tough pitchers, I wish Shelvin mm-hmm. was here to talk about this because I'm a firm believer basketball players are the softest dudes in sports, period. And maybe they down there with the soccer players to me. You know what I mean? You got you got hockey players, football players, no particular order. Mm-hmm. No particular order. And baseball mm-hmm. players, they tough because they hit the throw hand. Baseball players don't play. Those dudes ain't taking no crap from nobody. Those guys are really big, too. Shelvin don't think all baseball players athletes. But these dudes cut, they jack, they tough. Basketball players, though, they be woofing. They be KG in their way through life. Except for... KG? Yes. Hey, what do you, you mean, huh? KG? Hold on. Come on, man. Hold on. Hold on. You know, you know on, how man. I feel. You know how I feel about... Come on, man. You know KG. You know KG. Softer than damn Cottonelle, man. Fake, pump fake, sad stuff. Yeah. Sweet jumper. You should never pump fake if you're seven feet tall. That's a, that's a soft move for me. You ain't never seen Shaquille O'Neal pump fake nobody. You ain't never seen KD. You ain't never seen KD pump fake. You just gonna put it in your eye. That being said, I think KD is one of the best players to play basketball. I ain't tripping. I just hate when KD be out there woofing and everybody think he's some type of tough guy. We ain't never seen him throw no blows. We ain't never seen him get into the middle of it. I done seen Dr. J fight. I done seen Shaq mm-hmm. fight. I done seen Barkley fight. I done seen Jordan fight. I seen Larry Bird throw hands. KG don't do nothing, nothing. And that said, 
I always have felt like the basketball players are soft. They just sell wolf tickets. Shovel to tell you, well, you know, we don't want to be uh, uh, messing up our career. <laughs> man, shut up, man. Somebody put hands on you and threaten you. Chris Childs didn't have a problem when he put hands on Kobe Bryant about choked the life out of him in the middle of the game when they played Sacramento. I'm trying to tell you. Hey. But there is one person that I got to get some love to on some props. Mr. Juwan Howard. Put the right hand of God. To the to the Wisconsin the, assistant coach, the I mean, slap him <laughs> the slap down, the slap down. But, How you feel about that? Uh, uh, and and I don't know if you know the backstory of what happened. So let me give you some background. I want to get you taken. So uh, Wisconsin taking care of business. They beating they beating Michigan down, right? Michigan they got all the scat. Well, the backups in the game. Michigan is still fighting to stay in the game. They they pressing. They press in Wisconsin, but they're trying to get back in the game. The game is pretty much academic. So uh, 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 the coach from Wisconsin calls a timeout because he didn't think they was going to get the ball over half court in time to save a turnover. Juwan Howard took offense to that. He was like, dog, y'all winning any of that. That's some Bush League stuff to call a timeout. So game's over. Wisconsin wins the game. They come to shake hands. Juwan pulls his mask down like a gentleman and says, yo, uh, quote, I'm going to remember that shit to the coach. The coach has, you know, in, in true fashion. And look, everybody ain't built like this, but he had the nerve to put his hand on Juwan. But, hey, man, no, dog, I need to explain to you why we did what we did. And Juwan was like, man, get your hands up off me, dog. Look, first of all, you don't need to explain to me nothing. I remember that. Because last year, we could have ran it up on y'all and I ain't do it. Mm -hmm. And all he was saying was, yo, when I get a chance to get some get back, I'm going to get my get back. But the coach wouldn't let it go he kept trying to explain to Juwan what was going on got a little heated the assistant coach comes up and had the nerve to start selling wolf tickets so it's like your mans you at the club and you got an argument with homeboy y'all got to understand they're like yo dog I don't like it we're gonna leave it his man come up Pete said man I'm sick I ain't nobody trying to hear all this mess and threw about a hundred dollars in your face and was talking junk Juwan Howard in that moment reached back from 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 Detroit, Michigan, and laid hands on this man, and then a fracas ensues. My question to you is: Is Juwan Howard in the right? Should he be punished? You know, and he got he got a five game suspension, which basically means he was suspended for the rest of the regular season. Mm -hmm. but how would you handle that situation if you Juwan? I think I think the suspension, I think the suspension was fair. Juwan handled it as he should. I mean, so you put hands on. Not, I, no, not necessarily as far as putting the hands on it. But Juwan has to, the guy that he had it, that he had it squashed with, he got to tell him, hey, man, get your dude. But it didn't happen like that. Juwan was probably heated in the moment. And in that moment, Juwan thought the right thing to do was take that right hand and swap a towel. Pooty tanked him. Pooty tanked him from over the shoulder. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> so it. it's just it it just happens. But but the but you know, Michigan's AD, he's player up, bro. I rocks with him. Well, see, I'm with you too. I thought the AD was <laughs> basically saying, "Yo, Jawan, you a real. I'm a real <laughs> one too." Hey, I'm a real one too. I rock with you because in that moment, I would have done the same thing. I would have exactly. pooty tanked too over the shoulder. Swap out. That's my point. What you gonna do? Listen, I don't believe in in fighting for no reason. Like we too old to be fighting. Let's start there. That said, 
generically speaking, there's a reason to get five fingers crossed the face and Rick James somebody in a lot of different situations. That may have been one of them situations. That's all I'm saying. I think you're the realest in the game. I think you should get coach of the year because of it. Because ain't nobody, ain't nobody gonna stand on that like that. But when you, yeah, but when you got somebody that's gonna back you, oh yeah, now you're gonna have to respect me. That's it. What do you do when you Wisconsin? Uh, and by the way, March Madness is upon us. We're in March. They're probably going to see each other in the Big Ten tournament. If you're the Wisconsin coach, how do you come at Juwan? Win, lose, or draw the next game? When, you do not go shake hands. You say something to him before the game? No. If you you're the Wisconsin coach? Juwan don't have to say anything either. You don't have no, to. Juwan ain't going to say that. Juwan won the fight. Yeah. Yeah. But if, if if you Wisconsin's players, if your coach don't go settle that beef, how you looking at your coach, man? You can't Michigan, tell me shit. Mich- you can't Michigan's tell me nothing. Players, Michigan's players was coming in. They turned up on that Gucci. You exactly. remember that Gucci versus Jeezy? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Michigan's players is coming in on that Gucci vibe right there. It's on. And you can't be Martin Luther King if you you can't be Martin Luther King if you Wisconsin under we shall overcome. You got to come some heat. Michigan coming back ready. I mean, we ready. They're here for it. <laughs> Agree. Yes. yes. Wisconsin, you can't sit back there and act like ain't nothing happened. That's my two cents. Wisconsin, if, if their coach doesn't do anything, like as far as like showing, squashing the beef, I'm going to be the, the bigger man or anything of that nature. If he stays on that side and he shows that he's timid, Michigan wins that game by 40 plus. <laughs> Those guys only want. I couldn't play for that coach no more. That's what I'm saying. As a, as a coach, as a coach, I know what I have to do. Exactly. But as a player uh, that I look up to this coach, who who I'm letting this coach drill me like at practice and 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 get in my face and push me to the to the to the max and 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 just pull the most out of me. If I'm going to watch him cower in this moment, I can't play for him. Same He's here. He's selling wolf cookies. Thank you. So that, that's my bigger point there, right? So if the, co- the coach got to do something to me, if you're the Wisconsin coach, uh, I can't respect you as a man. Because the bigger issue, too, there was a player that got uh, for Wisconsin who I think got suspended, too. He was in there taking up for a coach that should have kept his mouth shut in the first place. Or, mm-hmm. or you got to go over there and take care of Juwan yourself, homie. So now I'm in your beef. I'm getting suspended, taking up for you. Like you better at least come back and have my back, homeboy. You trying to do something? Otherwise, I ain't running no more suicides. No, I'll be at practice when I get ready, man. You know what I mean? No, I'm gonna do whatever. I, I ain't running your play. I'm running my play. We running ISO today. Oh, tell day. them they they need to they need to set that up. Big Ten need to set that up. Let Juwan and the coach, you know, just a little, you know, just a little charity boxing match. You know, just to just to just to. Just to end the tournament festivities. No, I'm so, so I'm with you, but 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 to that point, and before we move on on that, does the Fab Five has always had a black guy? Like like Urban America, Black America love the Fab Five. That's our team, except for you. I know you're a Duke fan. We'll talk about that later. Big Duke fan. But but the Fab Five was our team, and I was in college when the Fab Five was out. Like the, I'm telling you, it was a renaissance in college basketball. They changed 
they was us, man. They was playing for something different, bro. They made it to the championship every year. Like they had the long shorts, the black socks, the ball heads. They were brothers. Boy, they were high flying. They had their fab five, started five freshmen, and they took over college basketball to me. However, you know, they had a string of bad luck. They played in two national championship games, lost them both. Uh, the big one, they should have beat North Carolina. Um, and Chris Rubber calls a timeout. Ever since that moment, the Fab Five have seemed to have somewhat of a black eye. Like uh, white America and black America look at the Fab Five just totally different. Is this another black eye for the Fab Five as, as a collective? No, no. The Fab Five, the Fab Five, they've already had their run. They've already done their thing, you know. And and we know that it ended with the with the with the, with the Chris Webber timeout. And that's where all things fell apart right there. But now everybody's their own individual now. But Juwan Howard, great coach. He's, he's, building, he's building a program up there, you know. As, as we all know, it goes up and it goes down. But as we see, he has the backing that he needs. And that program will be successful. And Juwan Howard to get past this. This is just a little hiccup. And everybody, it's, it's going to be wide up under the bridge when Michigan comes out here and they beat Wisconsin by 40. I can't wait to see it. if they play. Oh, I can't wait oh. to see it. They got them. Well, and I don't know what the seeds are for the Big Ten tournament yet, but somehow, some way, the good Lord above got to make sure that matchup happened for a man. They're in the NCAA tournament. If mm-hmm. I was the NCAA tournament committee, I'm sitting there. I'm doing that. I'm sitting first there. round. First round, <laughs> man. Get it out of the way. Not, not, you need, you so need eyeballs, man. You need eyeballs, dog. Put them in the first. I'll put them in the playing game, bro. Let's go. Oh. Well, well Wisconsin, yeah, Wisconsin better than that. So most, Wisconsin would be there. <laughs> but but are you t- you talking about the most watched playing game? If you want to build some spirit, that's what? it. You want winner take all. Set that up, yeah. Winner take all. Winner get in. Uh, we won't see that happen, but I love right. to see it. And to stick on basketball real quick, I'm a big LeBron fan. Now I run with the Heat, but I love LeBron. James. I know that's your man's. Your dog oh, named LeBron. Yeah. He my guy yeah. too. LeBron in trouble with the Lakers. And here, here's my thing. I love LeBron. AD, we'll talk about AD at a different time. But a couple of things this week happened. So we, we had All-Star. We had the Combine. We had a huge merger that happened too in, in business. Frontier and Spirit Airlines merged. Now, for everybody who's listening, and let me just say this. Spirit Airlines might be the worst airline in the history of airline history ever of anybody who ever strapped up and buckled up a seatbelt if they were hey, on come your on, airline. Hey, uh, uh, uh. Let me. Can we touch on this? <laughs> Talk about. Can we, it. can we touch on touch on my spirit and my frontier? See, I, hey, I like I like. Well, hold on. Before you say that, I'm gonna ask the question. I'm gonna give it to you. What's the worst merger ever? Spirit and Frontier Airlines. Or they're merging all them old geezers for the Lakers together to try to win a chip. You talking about Gary Payton and Carl Malone when they when they meshed them with the Lakers? They was better than this version of the Lakers, and they stopped. Absolutely not. Absolutely what? not. Absolutely. But but we're seeing a second version of it. It, okay. it, 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 it it's balancing out. They're probably going to equal equal out. So which but, one's worse? That Frontier Spirit Airline merger. Or these, or these dudes they don't put together at the Lakers. The dudes they put together at the Lakers. That's right. Because on, Frontier, uh, Frontier and Spirit. You're not gonna sit there and tell me you like Frontier Spirit Airlines. 
They're going to get you there, and it's going to be direct, <laughs> straight through. You don't even got to go through TSA. You can just go straight through it. <laughs> hey, um, look, I'm telling you, Frontier, they're going to have a thing. It's going to come out. When you book your ticket, it's going to send you a printing label, and you're going to have to ship your bag, FedEx. <laughs> more money. More, more, <laughs> nah, can, nah, can you still smoke cigarettes on Frontier? They got ashtrays on them planes, don't they? They got they got ashtrays to drop. Hey, they got a they got a Hennessy straw to drop from the ceiling for seventy five cents. <laughs> everything <laughs> costs on Spirit and Frontier, dog. Everything. They charge everything. you a convenience fee just for going online to book your ticket. You have to pay to unbuckle your seatbelt <laughs> when you when you. When you sit down the bucket, you know how you buckle your seatbelt, how they yeah. make sure you buckle your seatbelt? Yeah. That costs you a quarter. <laughs> they got a lady that stand on the front of the plane. When you get on, she, she just hands you a quarter when you get on. <laughs> she just hands you a When they, they, push the, they push the carts down the aisle, then they got the lady to pop out, try to sell you roses when they see you with a lady. <laughs> Don't even got water. They just got roses. They she, pop, with she, pop, she pop out from the side. You want to buy a rose for your lady? <laughs> like now, I don't want to buy no roast for my yeah. lady. I'm just trying to get. I'm trying to get to Albuquerque. I'm trying to go sleep. Listen, dog. Spirit. I rode Spirit one time, and let me tell you, the first and last time, I had to dislocate my hip just to get in the seat, brother. It is the worst. They don't care about leg room. They only care about getting you from point A to point B. Nothing else matters. That's it. That's it's, a, it's a shame. Line. My brother, we landed, we went from uh, Miami to Puerto Rico on Spirit Airlines, and we had to come back on Spirit, unfortunately. But these people on the plane was clapping when we when we hit the damn tarmac. When we, we landed in Puerto Rico, they started clapping like we hit the lotto. That's not a good sign, brother. That's not a good sign. And, and we just, just praising God we made it as a collective and don't know each other. I tell people all the time, that's just that's just a perception of people that, 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 that they get portrayed. because. Spirit Frontier, those planes, they don't go down. They get you there, and it's direct. Now, you might have a little less leg room. You know, you, you might, might have arthritis. You might, you might trip, you might, you might trip the, the flight attendant walking down the aisle every three seconds because your leg's down the aisle. That's what I do. They gotcha. always walk back. They always tap me on my leg. They say, big fella, could you move your leg over, please? And they call me big fella on there. See, it's a little bit more loose lingo on there. No sirs, it's big fella. It's a little, yeah, yeah, it's a little bit less respectful on there. You know what I'm saying? But it's real, though. And that's why I like flying. Oh, you respect the real. real. Yeah, I respect the real. I respect the real. You know what I'm saying? That's the only place you can go get a Hennessy and Coke. Now, it might cost you forty two seventy five. Exactly. You get you a so it costs more. <laughs> <laughs> they said a Hennessy on Spirit, dog. They can get you a Hennessy and Coke on certain, on, on certain flights, you know, on the long flights. You can get you a Hennessy and Coke. You know, oh, any God, flight God. three and a half and over, you can get you a Hennessy and Coke. But they, Damn. you know, any short flight, they're not going to give you a Hennessy and Coke. Well, they ain't, they ain't even giving you no day going refreshment service at that point. You ain't got no Wi Fi on Spirit. Forget about that. Yeah. Nah, it's, nah you don't even got air conditioning on there, do you? No, for that, that's why I said direct because literally for that three and a half hours, you literally close because you are disconnected from the world. You have no connection. It's 2022 and you don't have no connection from the world. You are disconnected. So you are just floating. You like a <laughs> cryptocurrency. That's what you are while you fly you a cryptocurrency. You just out there. Go up, you go down, but you're going to get there. You're going to get there. And when you land, bing. Everybody clapping. We made it. Thank God. <laughs>
<laughs> that's funny, man. That is funny. Well, let us know what y'all think, man. If y'all 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 listening to us out there, comment. Let us know what you think about Spirit Airlines and Frontier. I will tell you now. Besides my brother, Coach Pete, you got to be the bottom of the barrel if you're sitting out here paying forty nine dollars for a round trip flight to go anywhere. Some things you should pay money for. I believe that, and you ain't got to be rich to do it. Claude, have mercy. I, I just don't know what the world coming to an end of those two airlines that merge together. That's all I'm saying. Exactly. Anyway. Exactly. I was like, man, am I airplane? You can't even it. Hey, dog. Listen, I you are the why. one. I didn't know. Uh-huh. Go ahead. You, no, you, you, you are the same guy that be eating beanie weedies at a Super Bowl party too. I don't know what I'm Super Bowl party you met with. Be- I'm a, I didn't. I didn't never understand why my mom always called me before I would take a flight, but now I get it. That yeah. you tell me the frontier. frontier hey, she, she was telling you goodbye. Hey, she would let you know she loved you, man. Hey, she didn't want her baby get on that airplane. Look, she got professional athletes in her family, and she about to lose her baby just because you won't pay an extra fifteen, twenty dollars to get on a regular flight to fly Delta, dog. That's all I'm saying. Your mama, a good woman, man. She love you. Thank you. She always check and say, Dre. What time is your flight? And I let her know, and then she called me back right before the flight. I guess she just be just want to talk to you. She, she... Final destination, man. <laughs> Final destination. Your mama, your mama is an angel. God bless her for checking in on her baby. And I'm glad you're here with me right now. You done made it. Stop flying dangerous like that, bro. So today is uh, Women's International uh, Women's International Appreciation Day. So uh, on behalf of the Game Within the Game podcast. Uh, and all the people not here with us, Shelvin, Mel, uh, Rodney, shout out to all the women out there, man. We love you. We appreciate what you do. We need more women in leadership. We need more, more women in sports. We need more women in business. We need women everywhere. Uh, we was all birthed from a woman. Uh, this ain't copping, please, but I got daughters. I'm telling you, I want them to get every door open to them. And I want to appreciate a woman in sports right now. And I'll let you appreciate who you ever you want to appreciate. But I want to give it up to the most exciting player in college basketball this year. Six Ooh. feet tall from West Des Moines, Iowa. Guard, two guard for the Iowa Hawkeyes, Caitlin Clark, averaging 27 and a half points a game and averaging almost eight assists and six rebounds. This woman is the first person, well, the second person ever to lead the country in scoring and assists since Trey Young for the, for the, when he was at Oklahoma. And here with the Atlanta Hawks now. But this woman is Steph Curry with a ponytail. I don't know if you've seen her play yet, Coach Pete, but she can shoot from everywhere. She got range. She getting off the bus. She yanking. She is nasty. She is the real deal. A shout out to the Iowa Hawkeyes. Iowa Hawkeyes. They won the Big Ten championship. You're going to see them in the NCAA tournament. If you do nothing this March Madness, look at that women's tournament and you look at the Iowa, Iowa Hawkeyes. Caitlin Clark is must. CTV better than anybody you're gonna watch in the men's bracket. I can promise you that. Um, it's nasty. I seen it. I seen it with my own eyes. So I was I was scroll I was scrolling through my IG, and I and I seen that she dropped forty one, and I was like, who? Forty one, and then I scrolled over and it was it said thirty eight. I said thirty. These are highlight clips yes. coming off screens. Yankle. Curling off screens, yankle. Coming down, pulling from half court, yankle. 
off the dribble, tween, tween, hezzy, cross, tween, tween, spin, yank up. <laughs> tween, tween, hezzy, cross, lay. I'm like, oh, my goodness. And she's just out here doing this straight face. But but the kicker is, when you watch her, you watch the teammates. Yes. She went for 41. She's walking off, she's walking off the court after she got an and one, and the other team called a timeout. She's flexing with both with both arms and her teammates are sitting over in the huddle. They just looking at her like, hey, can you stop that? We Please. see it every day at practice. You ain't got to keep doing that. I'm tired of seeing her do it. So she is cooking her teammates every day at practice and they already know what it is. She would have won a three-point contest at the NBA All-Star game, my brother. She is flat out wet. The girl can play America. Check out Caitlin Clark. She the real deal, holy feel step back threes from yes. 40 feet legit 40 feet she looked like steph curry when he was at davidson if you want to get a perspective of how she really played she is everything national player of the year in my opinion give her her what flowers national player of the year in my opinion give mm. her her flowers yes sir what you say game be game beyond the game certified game within the game certified Certified. Put a stamp. Certified. Who you want to give it up to for the International Women's Day today, Coach P? International Women's Day is always a shout out to my mother. Always anything that has anything to do with a woman, I always think my mom first. My mom, I she's she's the first person that pops in my head when I think woman. That's she's the woman that raised me. She's she she she's amazing. And shout out to Mama, man. Real talk. Shout yes, out to Diana Mama. Diana Lynn Adams. D Diana Lynn Adams. Yeah. Hey, here's to you. Here's to you. Shout out to you. We love you. We love all the moms out there. We love all the women out there. We love all the sisters, all the girls out there. Game within the game coming at you. Hey, today, whenever you hear this podcast, be sure to thank that woman in your life. Thank that girl in your life. Give your mama the love. Uh, Miss Adams. You know you're part of the family. We got to get you on the pod because we got to see if, if you anything like Coach Pete, we know you're a real one because you're flying frontier. He's, uh, <laughs> you know, hey, Coach Pete, is, he's, he's, he's cut he's cut from a little bit different cloth. <laughs> oh, he, she's he, an angel. You, he's, <laughs> uh, you know, it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of like, you know, you, you, it's kind of like molten lava, you know, when it mm -hmm. hits the water. You know, it's 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 lava and it's water and it comes together and it forms the rock. I'm the rock. So you know, it's it's it was it was like the 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 water and the lava coming together and forming the rock. So I have a little bit of both. And my mom was the water. She was the calm. I love it. I love it. She I was love the it, calm. my brother. I love it, Miss Adams. We love you. Uh, America, we love you too. We're gonna wrap this episode up for the game within the game. Check us out. We'll be back next week. Hey, if you listen to us on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, uh, 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 SoundCloud, show us some love. Subscribe. Come back and check us out. Me and Coach Pete going to give you nothing but yeah. game every yeah, single yeah. week. Pete, give him some in the words, shouting part, uh, part and shout outs, and we out of here. Man, I just want to thank you. Thank you for having me on. This is real. You know, Shell, Rodney, Mel C. Can't wait to get y'all back on here, man. Me and Uncle T's definitely going to hold it down. You know, this is where you can come get the realness. That's right. Always. And we're going to run it. All right, till next time, America. Peace. Peace.